What'd you say you played? Folk songs. Folk songs. I said you were a musician. Inside Lewin Davis, the new film from the Coen brothers, the Academy Award-winning creators of Fargo and No Country for Old Men, starring Oscar Isaac, Kerry Mulligan, Justin Timberlake, and John Goodman. The Guardian's Peter Bradshaw gives the film a glowing five-star review, calling it one of the Coen's best. Inside Lewin Davis, in cinemas January 24th. The Guardian. Hello, this is Music Weekly. I'm Alexis Petridis. And I'm Karen Yates. This week, in the new regular slot, bringing us beats from beyond these shores, Dan Hancock treats us to a sample of the latest Soka, Afrobeat and Zouk bass. Plus, in Singles Club, music from Wild Beasts, Kashmir Cat and Nina Cherry. All here on Music Weekly, from The Guardian. Tim Jones is literally in the house. Tim, how are you doing? <laughs> literally in the house. Hello, mm. how are you doing? I'm all right, I'm all right. Um, what has been in the news this week? There's been a lot of a lot, well, of, a lot of silly stuff in the news this week. Shall we start with the silly stuff? Go on, let's we? start with the silly stuff. The silly stuff, let's see. There is Alex James is releasing a fizzy drink, we think. Maybe <sighs> called an Britpop. Al- called Britpop. He's applied <laughs> to trademark the name. Um, I, I, I the don't worst. really know what to say about that. I mean, there's not really much to say about it. Um, uh, it, it, I can just stop. And it sounds disgusting as well, the, the ingredients listed. I'm not sure if that's just all the ingredients you have to list as part of the patent, but there's things like uh, like tequila, a cream liqueur, a sherbet. So. Tequila, cream liqueur and a sherbet, that's not going to... As, a, as an aficionado of cocktails, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, those three tastes are not going to work together. So it's tequila... And like Bailey's, I, pre- I presume these aren't being mixed in in one drink. But I presume it's oh, a range. Oh, these different flavors. I think, I think it's a range of drinks that wow. he's sherbet flavored Britpop. He does yeah. cheese as well, right? It got, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about that? He doesn't like to mention it. He got put. He got pulled in his cheese range. Six master. of the nine cheeses got pulled, and I love as they said that they were ahead of their time. I know, <laughs> absolutely fantastic um, backhanded compliment. It just uh, they sounded absolutely disgusting. It was a chicken tikka masala cheese. Yeah. Maybe they needed I to tried be paired them, with the Britpop. Did you? Yeah. you? Hang on, hang on. You've tried them. I've tried them. <laughs> they, they just tasted like something that you'd imagine were made for like kids' lunch boxes, like a really, really? tomatoey cheese. Right. I mean, do you <laughs> know what I mean? But like quite, quite cheap. It had no, absolutely no kind of. Didn't feel like you were. I've eaten this cheese, uh, Blue Monday, which is right. like blue cheese, and it's actually rather nice. I imagine those ones are probably yeah. Better. But he was. Well, just, let's, let's not promote Alex. Let's not cheese. <laughs> what God. sort of person is going to drink Britpop? I mean, that is the worst person in the world. The very worst. Kieran, would you drink Britpop? <laughs> no, I don't read Enemy. You don't read Enemy. No. Well, you know, maybe maybe there'll be a nostalgia. It's the sort of thing you would order, though. I've been out with you, and it's the sort of thing you would order. <laughs> a few, from a few bar. drinks. Yeah. I'll have a Britpop and vodka, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a sherbet flavoured Britpop and Southern Comfort. Yeah. Um, maybe if you paired it with the cheese, it would be really good. <laughs> oh, God, I can imagine. <laughs> Worst party in the entire world. <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> Every catering by Alex James. It's cheese that tastes of salad cream and sherbet flavoured Britpop. I know. <laughs> You know, good to get rid of your guests, I would imagine. Um, what other news? What other uh, news? What well, news? Uh, staying with Silly, there's Kasabian's uh, new album. I think that lyric's lyric brilliant. about horse meat, yeah, the horse meat scandal. The lyric is, <laughs> remind us. I don't know. It's something like, everyone's on Bugle, <laughs> we're being watched by Google. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, um, <laughs> I uh, really like that lyric. I, I like them as a band. I think they're I th- hilarious. So do I. I think that they. I, I've interviewed them, and a they're fantastically interesting people. Yeah. Um, Tom, the lead guy, is just 
terrific. He's just the most enthusiastic man. You know what I mean? He's the yeah. kind of person you want as a pop star. What you don't want as a pop star. Yeah, yeah. I remember saying to him, oh, you know, you still live in Leicester? Yeah. I said, what's the best thing about Leicester? And he goes, Leicester Indoor Market. <laughs> and that's fantastic. And he goes, they've got these stalls. And I thought he was going to say, they've got like amazing record stalls, second-hand clothing stalls. And he goes, you get like, the best fruit and veg. <laughs> and he just enthused for ages about a fruit and veg stall uh, in Leicester covered indoor, indoor market. And I thought, um, you know, that's brilliant. That's abstrific. And uh, Serge, I thought, was a fascinating character. There's a lot to be said for lyrics like that. Yeah, it's better than something just vaguely poetic but essentially meaningless. I think it's, it's good. Um... <laughs> Most lyrics. <laughs> Kieran, are you aware of these lyrics? No. There's horse in our... This is why Kieran meat. Horse meat in our burger. She doesn't, yeah. to, she doesn't have to listen to this kind of shit. <laughs> she, she, she ought to. <laughs> Learn a little bit of something about the world. These are... Uh, yeah. these are you know. Make me more worldly. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm saying, you know. Yeah. It's a protest song. Yeah. You oh, know, well. I'm really glad it's not 1963. And you think, I've never heard them blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite Are you declaring this horse meat Kasabian song to it's be better. <laughs> the protest song by Better than anything by Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I like the new story about Chance the Rapper and James Blake moving in together in LA compound. Music is that true? Compound, allegedly, yeah. They're going to move in together. Why are you moving in with James Blake? I Jesus know. Christ. James Blake and his girlfriend from Warpaint. So like mumbling at each other. A <laughs> <laughs> lot, lot of muttering going on in that way. <laughs> Um, Outcast as well, that's another new story. Yeah, Outcast yes. about Back Back, Coachella which is good. Uh, headlining Coachella. Yes, and 40 other dates as well. They're so. doing London dates, aren't they? Yeah. I've never seen Outcast live. <laughs> They're really excited. good. I've met Andre 3000. I've met Big Boy, so between us. We've met Outcast, yeah. amazing. Oh. Um, Glastonbury headlines, Prince. So the rumours abounding about Glastonbury. Prince. Kasabian as well, actually. Kasabian, yeah. Prince. <laughs> Kasabian is um, Sunday night, aren't they? Yeah. Prince must be the Saturday night. And oh, well, okay. not must be. It is rumoured mm. that Prince is going to be the Saturday night, and um, uh, it's uh, Arcade Fire on the uh, on the Friday night. Um, I think Prince is an interesting one because it could go either way, couldn't it? Um, I think it will be. The thing about Glastonbury headliners, I think, is there's enough people who like the big name artists who are just mm. going to say it's good, whatever, yeah. even if it's a bit average, like I Bruce rec- Springsteen, Neil Young. Oh, well, I, like, I thought Neil Young was brilliant. Really? Um, I saw Prince 11 times in a row when I was a waitress at the O2. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing every night. Was really? It? Yeah, and he made all the sort of faux improv bits Yeah, because he mixed it up time. completely, didn't he? he just, yeah. It, and he didn't even plan what he was going to play. Exactly. That's, that's kind of incredible. Yeah, so I think it'll be good. I saw the first night of that. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I might have served you. <laughs> <laughs> you would, you know what? You'd have remembered if you served me because I had a really bad stomach infection, right? And uh, I, a terrible wind. I had to go to Prince. I just, I mean, really, I mean, bad. You know, even and and I basically ruined the first night of Prince at the O2 for everyone that was sat around me. I couldn't stop. It was, it was. I mean, it wasn't loud. But, you know, oh, you knew about it. God, oh, it's an awful Your night. Your picture's in the canteen. I know, don't, no, don't serve this man. <laughs> yeah. How many stars did you give it after? I gave it five. I, I love the gig. <laughs> I you know, it's, you know, on one level, you don't really mind the smell of your own You can't really give it two stars because you had wind. I, I can, <laughs> no, no, And, you know, no one really minds the smell of their own farts, do they? Oh, oh, it's oh, else. Oh, other people's. I'm just saying. Oh, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> and is there any other serious, serious news? Uh, yeah. Justin Bieber's house got raided. Talking of serious news. Serious, serious news. <laughs> well, on the, seri- yeah, on the so. serious side of things, Justin Bieber's house got raided by police after he egged a neighbour's house. Yeah, but I, uh, there's something that doesn't make sense there because, I mean, I've egged, egged a house. Have and, you? And, and, and the police were 
the attention of which was drawn to the police when I was a, a young yeah. lad. And they didn't raid my house. There wasn't helicopters circling. But it's to society. Squat team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you probably weren't doing it on a sort of hugely expensive gated community somewhere in... Right. Hollywood, were you? It just seems a bit over the top to raid someone's house. I'm sure there's more to this story than... I mean, Do you think so? You think it's a bit of a conspiracy? Well, if someone's throwing eggs, you don't, you don't raid their house. Just tell them off. <laughs> I don't know. What, you get, what are you expecting to find? Eggs. What, the fan cocaine? <laughs> well, I know they did, but I mean... Well, know, I read a fanfic about this. Yeah, what, did did you, what, what yeah, happened in the fanfic? Yesterday. And in the fanfic, he is a Scarface-like character and there was cocaine everywhere in his house. What, Bieber? Yeah, and they were inside the eggs. And so when he was throwing them at the house, they were just like... Exploding. The yeah. world's worst mm. drug dealer <laughs> fills <laughs> eggs with cocaine and throws them at a house. You sell it. I mean, it's basic supply and demand, surely. I mean, uh, that... Have you read any fan fiction, Alexis? Uh, no, no, weirdly. I used to have it written about me at Enemy. Did you? Yeah, that's a fact. You were joking. No. <gasps> really? Yeah, there's a website used to do Enemy journalists bumming each other. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I used to get it on with Barry Nicholson nearly every week. That's incredible. Yeah. Enemy. Jones. What, what, Enemy what sort of person? Sort of person who drink Britpop, frankly. <laughs> um, nine bottles. I could never find their number either. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> Amazing. I, I think that draws the news. To, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to top that particular story. Um, Morrissey has signed to Harvest. That's yes. the other thing, isn't it? Morrissey has got a new album forthcoming. Uh, he's signed to the same label as... Uh, what was it? BDI and Death Grips. BDI and Death Grips. <laughs> I would love to go to their Christmas party. Imagine that, their Christmas lunch. With the, obviously, you're eating a nut roast. You know? I've always wondered what Gem would say to Death Grips. <laughs> Morrissey sat in the middle. Yeah. What's Morrissey going to say to Death Grips? Anyway, well, I'm sure we're all very. I keen think to... the weird thing about Morrissey is that it's almost like because he comes out with such an outrageous quote every week. Mm. You know, like paedophile. If you eat meat, you're worse than a paedophile. Equivalent to, I believe he said. Oh, not worse. No. Hmm. This is this is the kind of thing that got you into trouble. Yeah. But you know the actual kind of announcement that he's making a new record is almost quiet. Yeah, no, because it, it, everybody makes new records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not everybody compares me to just paedophiles. Yeah. Um, there you go. Anyway, look, that's all the news. Let's proceed on to Singles Club. Tim, your track first. Distinctive sound of Wild Beasts. It is. Wanderlust. Uh, no bad, bad, certainly no one else sounds like. No, which is a great thing. Uh, but I think, I mean, I know you've kind of mocked them in the past. I have. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do the Wild Beasts yeah. voice. I'm not going to do it. Today. But I think they are moving from a kind of a shrillness and a, mm. to something a little bit more, I mean, kind of sensual. <laughs> people always say, say, but people, people always say, say this about them. Uh, yeah. And I can see it's, it's the way, it's, it's almost like way, the music rides a wave almost, I think. Mm. As, and, and I think, uh, I don't think they sound as, as silly anymore. I think they're a lot more considered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still with a good song. Um, I think my brother pointed this out that the synth sound is very much like John Carpenter's uh, scary soundtrack. That's a very good, I hadn't thought of that. That's a very good point. Yeah. The, the whole thing just kind of flows really nicely. I think there's a lot of attention to the particular words they use they they rhyme wanderlust with voluptuous 
Uh, and it's, it's very much, uh, but I think everything's. Just say being on Google with Bugle. And that their new album has some quite dancey elements. So they're moving towards synths away from guitars, as, as a lot of bands yeah, are sure, doing. Sure, but I, sure. I think they do it quite classily. And, I, I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. Yeah. You know, it's always good to see a band. You know, and this is sort of, well, they haven't run away from those kind of eccentric tendencies, but they're, they're learning to blend them with They've them. honed them, yeah, I think. Yeah. And I think they've kind of reined them in a little, you know yeah. what I mean? And made it a bit more palatable to someone like me. But I mean, you know, I, I realise that I seem to, among the pantheon of rock critics, seem to largely stand alone uh, when it comes to Wild Beasts. Um, Kieran? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it was just that kind of um, languid revelling in decadence and sort of name checking. The fact that they were being really decadent and, I don't know... Maybe you like hip-hop? Yeah, I know, but it's fa- it sounds way more fun than this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't criticise somebody for, langu- for languidly name-checking... Yeah, but uh, it's not done in How this... decadent they are, and then go and listen to Lil Wayne. Yeah, I mean, but that, that's, that's... languid name-checking of decadence, <laughs> Yeah, surely. but that's, like, hilarious and, like, up-tempo and fun, and this does not sound fun, and if, you know, if they're having such an opulent time as they profess to be having, they should be sounding like they're enjoying it more. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Wild Beast Wanderlust, that's obviously around and about on the internet now. Let's move on. Kieran's choice. That's With Me by Kashmir Cat. Kieran, I've never heard of Kashmir Cat. He is a Norwegian DJ and producer. Mm-hmm. Um, his real name's Magnus August Hoiberg, and he's the newest signing. I don't know why he went for a stage <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, he's the newest signing to Glaswegian label Lucky Me. Okay. So I guess he's going to be said for big things. Um, and who else, for the benefit of our listeners uh, who don't uh, know the Glaswegian label Lucky Me, who else is on Lucky Me? Why does that mean that he's set for big things? Um, well, they have Bauer, Hudmo, Rusty, Jacques Green, that okay. kind of, uh, you know, sort of quite eccentric, sure. big Maximalist sounding, kind of. Maximalist, proof. yeah, decadent dance music. Uh, was this, this does, I mean, there are, there are elements of this in the EP, which is out this, uh, this month called Wedding Bells. But this is a lot more sort of stripped back and it's a lot calmer than those huge rusty tracks or those really... It's a, they're awful lot. I was listening to the uh, Rusty like album. No, I do like Rusty. <laughs> Part of the panel that voted Rusty's uh, album, Daily Album of the Year. Um, I was listening to his album earlier this week. There's a lot going on on that record, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. It's a lot. It's it's yeah. Anyway, um, and this is not. I didn't. I don't. No, really no. Think. This this isn't as frenetic. And but there is other stuff by him that is. Yeah, not. I mean, not as much. Not as kind of you know in the same vein as Glass Swords or right. you know the, that kind of headachey stuff. There's you know this is well you can hear it in this track. You know there's like echoes of a vocal and the arrangements are a lot more considered and they have that distorted they have that distorted percussion, but it's not in the same vein as Death Grips, which just turn it up completely. It yeah. feels like it's very much in the middle and there's like a real gentle euphoria to it. And I think it just sounds really good. But um, 
Lucky Me as a label have got that really nice collective spirit in that they all sort of support each other and play each other's tracks. So this has been played in uh, Rusty's and Bowers and um, had some Mohawks uh, sets before. So okay. um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. And they've obviously gone on to produce pe- the people like Kanye and Pusha T. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this and how. I liked it very much. Um, what do you call him? Tim. <laughs> I, liked it, I liked it very much. Tim, did you? I quite like bits of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew about him just because he re- uh, remixed uh, Miguel's Do You, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which, I, which I did quite like as well. But I think, basically, I, I enjoyed the start of it where it was quite elegant and almost a bit like, remind me of Glasser, actually, and mm-hmm. quite well-constructed. But the, when he does the max, more Maximus bit, I think if I'm going to listen to that, I almost just prefer Rusty because it goes all the way and it's mm-hmm. like, this is just... I'm in the zone to just listen to something completely kind of nuts whereas with this I almost I almost thought you've got such a kind of stylish build up to something and then it turns into this basically like bonus level on a computer game <laughs> out, of, <laughs> out of nowhere which kind of didn't I, I didn't think the two things quite went together I don't I don't know you know that maximalist dance music sometimes reminds me of you know uh, the episode of Brass Eye about cake and then lie around waiting for a DJ to play music which sounds like this <coughs> Now, to the speeded-up brain of a user, that sound lasts for four hours and sounds like this. That's what maximalist dance music sometimes sounds like to me. It's just, um, uh, anyway, right, um, Cashmere Cat with me. Uh, as everything, as I always say, you can find it on the internet. Finally, my choice. Nena Cherry with everything, which is, I think, the first track to be uh, sort of released from her forthcoming album that she's recorded with Fortet. Uh, there's a, it's, it's on SoundCloud. There is a um, Richard Villalobos uh, remix that goes with it. That I actually think this is, it's, it's kind of less interesting than this, really. It's fine, you know. It's, it's a Richard Villalobos remix. It's good. Uh, it's you know minimal. Um, whereas this, I really like the sort of. I really like Fortet, generally. And I really like the sort of tension that kind of exists between her vocal and the backing, which is really, the backing is really quite sparse and menacing. And then I like the way that the backing seems to slowly affect her vocal, and she goes into this mad sort of bit of very Yoko Ono style kind of bleating. Mm. Like, <laughs> making these kind of noises and stuff like that. And sort of weird scat singing. And it just felt, although it's clearly been done, Maybe it hasn't, I don't know. I assume it's been done on the computer, but um, it's got a kind of really nice live, organic feel to it. Her vocal is really good. It sounds like it was recorded. You can sort of almost feel the room it was recorded in, which is perhaps a complete illusion because perhaps it was done in somebody's bedroom. Anyway, yeah, that's everything by Nana Cherry. Uh, Tim? Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, I was having a conversation on the music desk the other day, but I think, I think it was Michael who was saying, do we, do we really have to listen to another new female R&B singer because there's been so many yeah. you know it almost feels like we're at a peak of maybe 
something that's good that everyone's starting to sound the same maybe mm. what i thought was interesting about this is obviously nina cherry's not in any way new but yet it still to me sounded quite quite modern yes, definitely. And, and di- but not only that but quite different to everything else in a way that it didn't follow trends in in that direct way no. it sounded just quite fresh which you wouldn't ex- necessarily expect from someone who's not a, a new artist i don't know yeah I think no. I think she. I think it is fair. I mean, she's done. She's moving more in a jazz direction, which is obviously sort of. She has in the past moved in more of a jazz direction, mm-hmm. which is obviously in her veins because her dad was Don Cherry, the famous jazz trumpeter. But yeah, it seems apart. It definitely seems apart from that sort of. She's certainly not trying to play catch up with the, you know, mm-hmm. the current wave. Yeah, of, yeah. Uh, which is 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 a good thing because the music kind of exists a bit apart from that anyway. Yeah, I think. yeah, like, totally. She's because she was one of the sort of first black British female rappers that was on top of the pops. You know. Um, that you sort of see her as a forerunner of that, of that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and actually she's much more linked to things like Massive Attack and the Wild Bunch yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, Karen, Do you think there's a little sorry. bit of almost uh, of that in there still as well? Oh, it, definitely, it, yeah. Reminds yeah. me a little bit of tricky and. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. yeah, there's definitely a bit of that menace of mm-hmm. music yeah. about it. Yeah, that's what's good about it. I think that it doesn't sound so polished as it could have. Mm. You know, on paper, there's you know when you see Fortet and you know sort of bits of Robin and, and her on, I was thinking oh this is going to be a really polished sort of you know maybe house infused R&B mm. vocal type track but actually it sounds like you're being made privy to a jam session which that's I think a very good, that's a very good way of putting it yes absolutely yeah. and that's that's why it works I think that's why it's good so yeah excellent Nana Cherry's Everything uh, you can hear that on SoundCloud now and as I said there is a remix by Richard Villalobos as well uh, that's Singles Club <laughs> We're very excited to welcome Dan Hancock to the pod uh, with a new regular feature looking at beats from around the world, world beats. Uh, we don't know what to call it. We can't really sort of think of a uh, snappy music journalist generic name, as Dan points out. But anyway, here to give us a kick up our parochial backsides, Dan Hancock's. Whatever you call a slot like this, it's going to sound either pretty wrong or pretty silly. On that note, a special shout-out to The Guardian staffer who suggested calling this section Wicked Bits with a Z. So let's just jump right in. Soca season is fast approaching, with February's Trinidad Carnival just around the corner, and competition is hossing up for the hotly contested International Soca Monarch Prize. Machel Montana has won the competition three years in a row now, and his biggest chance this year is likely to be this typically cheery sing-along, Happiest Man Alive. Across the Atlantic, rising Nigerian Afrobeat star Burner Boy has convinced even some of the most stubborn Jamaican reggae heads to acknowledge that African dancehall can hold a candle to the home of reggae. Burner Boy is at the absolute top of his game at the moment, and his new single Yawa Day is gloriously infectious, the perfect tonic for the January blues. Hey, tell them no be by force. As I drive a car, I say. 
talk of the global base blogosphere last year was a hybrid called Zook Base, and here's a prime example of that melange of globally sourced bleeps, tweaks, and lower end taken from the Zook Base 3 compilation. It generally seems to involve men leaning over laptops. This is Courier to Marty, made by an Argentinian man leaning over a laptop called Reptilian Commander. A new genre called Zook Bass was confusing for some of us who knew Zook as a much slower, much older style from French and Portuguese speaking countries in the Caribbean and West Africa. Imagine the cheesiest R&B in the world, but in French, at slow dance pace with soft synths and a Caribbean flavour. That's Zook. Its heyday was the 80s and 90s, but Zook, sometimes called Zook Love, powers on the way Magic FM does. This is Avec Toi by Kayrin, Fromage Factor 9. The glory of internet era globality is being able to stumble on the brand new tunes of an unknown 19-year-old wunderkind from Mozambique who mixes more traditional African dance styles with an obsession with fidget house. This is Saturn Gira by Freddy the Stupid featuring fucking go nuts and it's every bit as fun to listen to as that was to say. That was Dan Hancock. He'll be back in a month or so with some more global perspective. That's it for this week. Thanks, Tim, for joining us. Been a pleasure. Visit theguardian.com forward slash musicweekly for info and links on the show and, of course, to give us your thoughts. I'm Kieran and I'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.